Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. The dollar has lost some of its luster over the winter. So are investors determining more away from the dollar? Which currencies are benefiting from a weaker dollar? Well, joining us on the phone today to tell us more is Lim Jun Kid, who is a strategist at Philip Nova. Jun Kid, welcome back to the show. Hi, Hong Bin. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me today. Okay, so, you know, how has the U.S. dollar performed against other major currencies in recent weeks amid, you know, the banking turmoil that has swept markets? You know, were more investors deterring away from the U.S. dollar? Yes, um, I think it's been a month since, you know, the collapse of the Silicon Valley Bank, SVB. And since the date happened on 10th March, the U.S. dollar index has actually lost about 3.3%. So currently hovering around 101.6. So it is quite apparent that investors were indeed deterring away from the dollar. And this decline in the past weeks also meant that the dollar has erased a large portion of its gains in February. Mm -hmm. So the question is, what has the banking turmoil has got to do with the US dollar? Okay, so to answer that, we need to first understand that um, one of the key factors that Mm -hmm. has contributed to the collapse of the SVB is the aggressive interest rate hikes that eroded a large part of SVB's bond portfolio. So that has actually also coincided with uh, when the environment for the tech startups were, um, which SVB had a huge exposure on, find it increasingly challenging uh, to secure more funding to repay the loans that had also become uh, more expensive to repay. Mm -hmm. So the rapid interest rate hike um, was, of course, a key catalyst for the US dollar strength. And in fact, uh, that the and the fact that the markets, you know, were starting to weigh in the possibility um, that the Fed may soon pause its tightening uh, to give the economy some breathing room mm-hmm. contributed to the weakness in the dollar. Okay, mm. so and uh, looking at the major forex pairs um, since the SVB collapse, uh, the euro dollar is up about 3.6% uh, to a two-month high. The pound dollar is up about uh, 4.7%, and the Aussie dollar is up about 2.4%. Mm-hmm. And the greenback, on the other hand, um, against the Japanese yen is down about 3.2%. Uh, and against the Swiss francs and Canadian dollar, the dollar is down about 2.8% and 2.7% respectively. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, you know, how is also the current inflation rate in the U.S. affecting the value of the U.S. dollar? Oh, okay. So speaking of the inflation, uh, now that is actually the crux of the economy's issue uh, that the Federal Reserve had been trying to fix with the series of uh, aggressive rate hikes, you know, which of course played a major role in the U.S. dollar strength for the most part of 2022. Mm-hmm. And to provide some background to this landscape, the U.S. inflation um, hit, actually hit a multi-year low in the heat of the global pandemic in May 2020 um, mm-hmm. with an annual CPI increase of just 0.1%. Okay? And after that, it really just took off sharply you know, to hit a 40-year high of 9.1% in June 2022. So to counter that and to play catch up, the U.S. Fed actually turned really hawkish and mm-hmm. raised rates at a fast pace, taking rates from a near zero uh, mm-hmm. in the first quarter of just last year so currently within the range of 4.75% to uh, 5%. Mm. So looking at some recent inflation data, um, we have the personal consumption expenditures, a PCE price index, 
that rose by 5% year over year in February. Mm-hmm. Now, this increase is, uh, is lower than the previous month and the market expectations of uh, 5.3%. Mm-hmm. And besides uh, that, um, the core prices has also decelerated to 4.6% as compared to the 4.7% in the previous month. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, in, in tandem with the consumer price index, which is another gauge for inflation, um, the PCE has been decelerating since uh, July last year. And that goes to show that the Fed's monetary policy tightening is actually making some steady progress in taming inflation. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, with that, uh, the market believes that the Fed would take its uh, foot off the gas in terms of interest rate hikes, which would um, weaken the US dollar. Okay, okay. So, you know, markets are still expecting that the Fed is going to pause rate hikes soon. And that's despite policymakers, they're saying that rate hikes are not going to pause anytime soon, especially we heard overnight, I think, Loretta Mester, she said that she doesn't see rate hikes to pause this year. But, you know, still market players, they're saying that rate is expected to peak a little above 4% now. But let's say that the Fed does pause rate hikes soon. Will the US dollar then fall even further? Yes, um, I think in, in our view, we do believe that the US dollar will continue to weaken uh, throughout the year mm-hmm. as we largely expect the rates uh, to have already picked you know, one more uh, rate hike later. And that also means that the interest rate gap between the US dollar and mm-hmm. other major currencies will stop widening. So, so this would also you know, allow all uh, the other major currencies to continue catching up and to appreciate against the US dollar. Mm-hmm. Okay, and also um, on the labor market front, we also have some uh, dollar bearish uh, developments um, like the US job openings uh, that fell below 10 million mm-hmm. for the first time in almost yeah. two years. So this kind of statistics, I think, um, adds validation that the economy is in fact slowing. You know, with uh, less job openings, uh, there will be less uh, job switching. And that would also lower the pressure on wage inflation. Okay, okay. So then what is the short-term and long-term outlook for the direction of the U.S. dollar? Uh, so uh, the, the outlook for the U.S. dollar is uh, looking pretty bearish now. And uh, in hindsight, the spike in February uh, may just be get, get bounced after all. So um, in the short term, we expect the U.S. dollar index to dip and test the one-on-one support uh, and consolidate above this level. And in the next couple months, we foresee that the U.S. dollar index to trade range down between the psychological level uh, of 100 and 101. Okay, And if we zoom out on the, uh, the dollar index chart and look at the, the weekly chart, we do see a huge head and shoulders pattern uh, that formed since last, uh, since late April last year. Um, as this large bearish reversal pattern, bearish reversal pattern is not in play, um, we are looking at a possibility that the dollar index um, would break down from this pattern um, towards the technical target range around 90 uh, in the longer term. Okay, okay. And let's say the US dollar falls further. Which currencies are likely to benefit? Which currency or is already seeing the biggest benefits of a relatively weaker dollar? Or are more investors now ditching the dollar for other currencies? I mean, there's a lot of questions here, but basically, yeah. what are some of the trends <laughs> that you're seeing regards okay, to yes. the US dollar yeah all right so, so basically that the trend um, um, is pretty apparent that the investors are indeed ditching the US dollar um, as we have seen the decline in the US dollar uh, index amid the rise 
of uh, the rival currencies. I think um, to, to answer your question on which of the currency pair has already made some um, substantial appreciation, I would mm-hmm. say it is the British pound against the US dollar. Okay, mm-hmm. so if we look at the year-to-date performance, the pound uh, actually caught our attention with its uh, strong appreciation against the greenback as it's up about uh, two point, uh, 3.2% already against the US dollar year-to-date. Mm-hmm. Um, so this 3.2% is uh, is higher as compared to the dollar index that depreciated by only 1.9% year to date. So um, on the other hand, we are actually quite bullish on the Japanese yen and think that um, it stands to benefit against the dollar uh, as it goes weaker. So the reason being that there is also um, increasing pressure for the Bank of Japan um, to review its yield curve control because mm-hmm. the prolonged ultra-loose monetary policy in Japan um, had significantly uh, weakened the Japanese yen against uh, the USD. All right. And later this month, um, the BOJ is actually set to meet for the first time under the new governor. And the markets are actually uh, increasing the bets on a hockey surprise, um, which could boost the yen against the dollar and recover against the heavy losses it suffered in 2022. Okay, okay. And so I want to also ask you this to wrap up our interview today. What are some indicators to watch in the coming weeks in order to understand where the dollar is headed next? Okay, so... um, Although the general consensus is that the dollar um, would weaken as we suspect the Fed is nearing its interest rate hiking cycle, um, but there could still be room for surprises and volatility as the Fed is ultimately still data dependent when it comes to the, uh, when it comes to the policy decisions. So uh, one data that all forex traders would definitely pay attention to this week is none other than the U.S. non-farm payrolls that will be published on Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the market expects that the U.S. economy to add about 240,000 jobs. Um, so that is a step down from the 311,000 seen in the previous month. Mm-hmm. And also next Wednesday, uh, we have a series of inflation data releases like the March Consumer Price Index um, that is expected to come in at 6.1% year over year. And also the CPI, excluding food and energy, that is expected to come in at 5.5%. Right, so uh, we should never rule out surprises, but the general sentiment on the U.S. economy is downbeat. And if the inflation and labor market data continues to show uh, continues to show and prove signs of slowing, um, then the likelihood of a dollar sliding lower remains high. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there seems to be a lot to digest there. Well, thank you so much, Junkit, for joining me today. Thank you, Hongbin. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Lim Junkit, who's a strategist at Philip Nova. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.